Allow myself to introduce myself. Welcome to Back in My Day once again. Uh, David Petrangelo joined by Michael R. Power. And you want to ask me while my mouth full of food? It's yes. Carl. What's going on? It's He's back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't make that big of a deal out of it. It's not like you haven't been I'm a, here I'm before. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> oh, we missed you. I'm, You're a celebrity to us. So the three of you, uh, yeah, between the three of us, well. I'm a god to the two of you, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my god. Po- Pokemon Master. Yeah, and, clearly, and knows any knows up to third gen. <laughs> clearly, the Pokemon Masters to my right, but uh, I'll take the credit. The guy to your left, like myself, knows nothing about nothing when it comes to that. So, anyway. yeah, it's true. when someone asks <laughs> yeah, you true. if you're a god, you say yes. That's exactly why I was like, you know what? You're right. I am. Who's your god? Well, there's this guy named Carl. <laughs> <laughs> he knows a lot about Pokemon Emerald and Skyrim. One of the big things I I don't know, Carl, if you're like the the, as big of a sports guy as me and Mike were growing up, but... Definitely not, but I will do my best. But for us, we're in Toronto, in Canada, all that stuff. In 96 was the All-Star game when Fox put the little thing behind their puck. Yeah, The little flash thing behind the puck. So that, so the, the gist of this was, if anyone doesn't know, and if you didn't know, Carl, mm. that when they, went, when they did the All-Star game and Fox broadcast the NHL All-Star game, they basically put a glowing circle around the puck during the game. And that was because they had some sort of indication from, from what I remember from American viewers, it mostly. It was the Americans, yes. Yeah, yeah that okay. said they have a hard time seeing the puck on the ice. <laughs> okay. So they put a blue circle around this? the puck. I was I was pretty young. Oh, man. I'll not lie. Yeah, Carl was. Carl I know, because was I didn't grow up in like the most sportsy family. Yeah. I unfortunately didn't get. To, I definitely didn't see this game. So it's just so. this glowing puck blue and then when they would take a slap shot or a harder pass or a harder <laughs> shot it would turn like red or orange or something similar to what you would see on like google maps if there's traffic okay, but on the okay. back and f- on the puck for how the speed was going that stands out to me as one of and it still is for a lot of hockey fans and stuff is one of the most ridiculous ideas you could possibly fox use. tracks it was fox called. tracks yeah, yeah is that what it says yeah fox <laughs> tracks the quote-unquote glowing puck and it was it was it was horrible especially for canadians like uh in People in Canada hated it. Wow. Didn't go over well. Uh, but it had one of the best advertisements I've ever seen, which was like, and I can't remember, it's just in my head. I don't remember if it came out after, but it was like a pass was like a blue streak and a shot was like a red streak. Yeah, and it I, always had blue on it. Yeah. And then uh, and the, the faster it went, the more red the color became. And do you remember it's like a commercial? I might be remembering this improperly. It might be a dream or something, but they're like sitting in a boardroom. <laughs> a terrible, and the terrible guy's dream. Like, People can't see the puck, so we're going to put like a blue streak and a red streak, and then one guy speaks up. He's like, that's a bad idea. And they grab him and they throw him out of the boardroom with a red streak behind him. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. It's funny. It works. Uh, I, I know, I know uh, it's like it's like this very singular thing, and they've never done it again because I think they realize that it But you know what's the cool silly. thing about it? That's like probably one of the first examples of augmented reality. Yeah, Which in a way. a huge thing now with like yes, Pokemon Go yes, and everything. Yes. Being, well, I think like, part of the, the problem is that public. it didn't look good because it, it sort of lagged behind a little bit. The technology wasn't quite there yet. It became distracting, I bet. It was distracting and also like, you know, it's the all-star game. It's not the fastest game. It's not physical. They're not, TVs were fuzzier back then too. Yeah, right? there's so, a whole lot of other it, situations we're talking, yeah, 1996, that like that's it's a while ago now. Technology, I mean, yeah. like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it did its best, but you know. If it, even if it didn't work, it got like Fox a lot of 
press and no press. Yeah, press, yeah, so. no, that's exactly yeah. it. And everyone remembers it, right? And anyone that that follows the NHL and was growing up yeah. at that time and stuff remembers. I mean, I vaguely remember watching the game, but then you know I've watched so many clips like online about mm-hmm. it and stuff, and it just. Just looks terrible. It was, yeah, objectively, it was terrible. Was yeah. that the? Was that? No uh, maybe I'm I'm way off on my date. Was that not the game that uh, Owen Nolan got like the four or five goals or something, or was that like Solani or something? I thought it was around that time, but I could be wrong. Could have been. It could have been the one where Owen Nolan was when he like pointed to the Hasek net and, and he stuff. pointed. Yeah, yeah it could have been that. Hasek would have been on Buffalo at that time, so you would know. I would know. Yeah. Okay, a couple of releases in uh, mid-May uh, in 1975. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I had to, yeah. I think I remember putting putting this one on the list. Yeah, this is uh, monumental. Like we weren't born, but monumental. Uh, yeah, release. this one stands out. When you think of Monty Python, this is the one I think of. Yeah, I think everyone. I, yeah, everyone our age. This is the one. Probably, probably a lot of people. This is like the only one they've seen. I'm sure. I think it's probably the most widely known yeah. or widespread popularity. Maybe I think you're right. It's hilarious. It's, I mean, they're all hilarious. I mean, Life of Brian is great and stuff, too. But this one still stands so that out. King Arthur, like Arthurian like, yeah. stuff, which is universal. And it's it, it, it holds up the most, I think. Yeah, still still, it's like a, one of those things when um, when you were mentioning some of the... In, in the last episode, we were talking about Austin Powers and the simple mm-hmm. sort of humor that it takes. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of potty humor in this. And there's a little bit of like... You know, it's br- only a flesh wound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. But, like, the one thing that stands out to me is, like, the simple humor, but that really goes, like, a long way yeah. is when he's doing, like, the trial of, of I can't remember what it's called, towards the end. What's your favorite color? Blue. No, green. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even answer that, right? <laughs> he's just, his like, own favorite color he gets wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> See? So but that works so well. It's just one of those really simple... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I, can't, I think it's something about green and blue, and I can't remember exactly. But that oh joke alone That's just makes things for yeah. me, stuff like that. There you go. So. This is about Stop! What is your name? Sir Galahad of Camelot. What is your quest? I seek the grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. No, yes! <laughs> I had to mention that it's a classic, classic that still is on TV, ongoing, and you can revisit and laugh at. And there's a Netflix show like the best of Monty Python that I'm like really tempted oh, to I watch. Should watch it's that. like Jim Carrey's like hosting it or something. Oh really? Like, yeah. Ooh, that'd be like, good because he was hilarious. really inspired by them because he's very big with yeah, the, for um, sure that kind of humor and stuff too. Oh, that's a good one. I should find that then. That'd be good. The power glove for your NES. Now you and the games are one. <laughs> Power Glove. Everything else is child's play. All right, so where do you want to go next? Uh, let's transition into video games. Yeah. So. Yeah, we will. Defining video games. Now, I never had an N64. I actually never had a Nintendo console until uh, the Wii. Uh, my, yeah, I know. Crazy, crazy. Because uh, Dave knows I am a very big fan of several, several uh, Nintendo franchises. You guys have a couple of... Uh, very much exact same favorites. Okay, in the, yeah. In Nintendo Land, I'm I'm pretty sure. But yeah. like I never I had uh, my first console. Uh, well, I had Game Boy. Uh, so I guess uh, Nintendo console. I had a Game Boy. Everyone yeah, had handheld. Console. You can separate handheld to handheld's sort of, a little yeah, especially yeah. early days. Whatever. Yeah. Called, I guess you wouldn't really quote unquote call it console, console versus yeah. handheld. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I had a Game Boy and a PS One was my first uh, like real like console. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, so between the Game Boy uh, and which Game Boy was a Pokemon machine. That's what Pokemon for, the, for the originals. Yeah. Yeah. For the first two. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For, or I guess the first gen. Yeah. yeah. My first and second me, gen anyway. uh, just dominated my childhood side by side with Star Wars. It was just like if I wasn't doing Star Wars stuff, it was Pokemon stuff. You came to the right podcast. Yeah. Star Wars and Pokemon. Star Wars and Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon was... Uh, anyone who was around at that time knew the Pokemon fever that spread through oh, yeah. everything. Everyone at school car- was playing it. The cards, the games, yeah. the TV show just like permeated yeah. everything. Yeah. Every conversation. It was all about and Pokemon. Maybe, and maybe as kids, because we were... were young enough to be naive enough to not realize that the hype built like it felt like to me from what i can remember it felt like it came out of nowhere yeah like it just there was i remember a, playing it at my friend's house he's like check out this game yeah. it was on the brick uh, maybe game that's boy your, maybe that's because you're a kid i just picked I it know, up but and now everything is hyped forever yeah yeah and maybe that's just different style of marketing I, I but think like it just dropped it may it may be the fact that uh, as kids and pre like widespread use of the internet you just re- didn't really know and something I, would I come out exactly and then yeah, marketing yeah. wasn't the same back then you didn't get yeah. like bombarded things had to be more word of mouth and stuff yeah oh, it'd be, it'd be the commercials would be on tv yeah exactly where else would they go exactly. yeah right so and, and then, as a kid it just kind of springs up and then the more people playing it in the playground the faster it's going to spread yeah uh, which boy, is exactly that spread. where it spread <laughs> so i had a weird uh, a weird uh let's, let's stick a pokemon for a bit mm-hmm. uh oh, yeah. i had a weird experience with Pokemon, a weird first encounter with it. So, um, some backstory here. I used to live in England. We moved uh, from England to Canada when I was 11. Right. So, the the 90s I spent in England. Uh, Uh, So, Pokemon came to the Americas before it hit Europe. It happened a lot. Stuff would uh, come from Japan. Not anymore, but uh, up until... Last like 10 the, years or something. Yeah, the early yeah. 2000s. It was like it would come out in Japan, then it would come to the Americas, and then Europe. Weird. Yeah. So, Pokemon hit Canada first. Right. Uh, and in England, hadn't even heard of it. We were over visiting from England to Canada because we have family out here. It's one of yeah. the reasons we moved. And and the Pokemon first movie was like about to be released. So the right, hype... Which was a couple years after, or a year or something after the game came out here? Yeah, yeah. And the hype was... Four years, un- I think. Isn't unbelievable. The Pokemon movie, like the hype was just unreal over here. I had no idea what this was. Really? But yeah, it, it, That's crazy. And you were just here visiting. Yeah, just here visiting. Thousand, like, I think. So it was just being bombarded with like an, every form of media. Like, I remember the first Pokemon thing I ever got was from a Happy Meal and it was a Nidoqueen that came <laughs> in a little Pokeball <laughs> and I had no idea what this was. No but way. it was, uh, it was, it was yeah. cool. And my first experience of watching Pokemon was a trailer for it, uh, for the movie. For the movie? And that, I had no idea what it was, but again, the hype was So that was would be 90, 99 is when 99. It, and yeah, so it was, it was a couple years after, just two, about two years after the game. Yeah. Yeah, so. And so, well. came back to England, and maybe a month later, the cards started, like, really popping up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, <laughs> this is, this is a thing now. That's the cards were like as big as the game. Yeah, the cards the school, were maybe yard. bigger than the game. Yeah, at yeah one they point. they yeah they swept well because I think it was kind of in a spot at least from what I remember it was in a spot where there wasn't really a new game yet. It was either just before or just after Gen two. The Gen two game came out is when the cards really swept in at least here anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I the, think it was like a perfect timing where it's like it kept you. I think it was well, the Gen one game. It was the Gen. It was yeah. the Gen one game. Well, they were it was, all Gen one 
Pokemon when they came out, obviously. But yeah. I guess it was before Gen 2 came out then? I would say before the yeah. cards were. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the cards swept through. And yeah, it was just going about memory, but. Yeah, the cards well, we are big this in the thing called the internet. Yeah, yeah, you so. can check the timing. Oh, look, I type in Pokemon cards. Look, you can buy 2018-19 series for $1,300 for a whole bunch. What a deal. Introduced nice. 1996 in Japan. So here yeah. it would be a couple years later or something. Yeah. 98. 98. Yeah, so, yeah, 98. So same as the game. Yeah. Same as the game. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like... I guess so, the, car- the cards are a lot more accessible to kids. It's like, oh, you get your parents to buy you like a yeah. $9 pack of cards or like a Game Boy and game for, I don't even know what it cost know. back then. Together it would be at least 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, the card is sure. like a genius because like the game you buy once. But the cards, it's oh, like the free-to-play buying. model. It's like you take those kids to spend the hundreds of dollars yeah. <laughs> on the cards. That's like, well, and that's the thing too, right? The well, we game, talked like, about yeah. it with Carl. Yeah. When me, you, and Carl talked about it, he was talking about how kids... He knew played it, played the game. Like yeah, no one played it. it Didn't know anyone who played it. No, same. Everyone, one or two people, but that was not really the main. When we when we played Pokemon cards, it was one card versus one card, and the one with the most attack power won. (laughs) And it was uh, which is kind of yeah. You look at the wonder. It's like well, I do. It's like war. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you have 50 HP, I do 50 damage, so your card's mine now. <laughs> it was vicious. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, played for keeps. Yeah, yeah, it was played for keeps. Yeah, that was like standard. Yeah, it was bad. It got it got bad. Well, the reason Pokemon got, cards got banned in my school in England was because someone got stabbed. Uh, no. Yeah, at a park. With a card? No, no, with oh. a knife. <laughs> it's, yeah, someone got stabbed over cards. They got, uh, they got mugged uh, oh in a park what? after school. And oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah Pokemon's so like no jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That is insane, dude. Yeah. yeah it was, but and then the hype machine for Pokemon hasn't really stopped. I mean, we just got older, so I guess it just latched to us a little bit less, but. I'm still playing. Less. I don't and know. And so is Mike. Yeah. You, well, you guys have played it, and I really haven't, right? So. Yeah. You you still play the yeah. games? It, this stuck with me for my whole life. Okay, I've yeah, played same. every game. Uh, so you two have played every game. There was a, there was a bit one. of break. There was a bit of break around Gen Four, but then yeah. I got right back into it and have played like every one. Yeah, I didn't. I never was as hardcore as I was the first one, but I would just I would at least buy it, even if a couple of months or a year after it came out, and at least play through it and beat it and try to. I don't know. It's like what I said before was it's like comfort food for me. Yeah, exactly. I can like, sit down and play it. Exactly. Like, like any Pokemon mainline game and I'll play it. It yep. could be garbage. But I'll, <laughs> still, I'll still play it. I wouldn't even know if it was garbage because they're just I like care. fun I, it's to just, me. It's just yeah. so nostalgic. I'll sit back exactly. and play it and just have fun. On my page. I'll just have level. fun the whole well, time. It's, it's complicated enough that there's systems you need to learn, but it's yeah. not overly complicated where you're going to, you know, take that's a break, what I like, like. say skip a gen, but then lose it like i yeah. feel like if i jump in now i will because i haven't played since gen one uh, they make it pretty easy for yeah. you to get all the but systems it, and it's pretty typical of your general like rpg with the turn-based battle system. yeah i mean i understand how the pokemon system works it's, it's a little bit of a kids, rock paper right? scissors type of idea yeah. in some ways with the elements and stuff but like it but that's what i'm saying is that if i could jump in and do it then it's always yeah. going to be a little bit accessible, which... At the end like of the day, said, it's designed for kids to play. Yeah, so... Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> which we're all still kids. Why so. it's such a good game is it's so accessible. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it always looks good. They've always had, like, just... I guess, like you've said before, they always add enough stuff to make it a quality of life or system improvement that is better than the gen before, or at yeah. least... Yeah, they're always adding things to improve it. So it's yeah. like, when you go back and play the old ones, you're like, oh, remember it's when painful. I didn't have this? It's yeah. painful. It's so much slower. The text goes so much slower, Ugh. even. When you're just like, I don't have a bike, I can't run. Oh my god, when I (laughs) bought Yellow for the 3DS, I was just like, why is he so slow? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no run or anything. You can't so, put the bike on the like. Uh, yeah, you have to go into your inventory to, to select the bike. <laughs> like what? Really, what year is this? Nineteen ninety-six and seven. Yeah. Uh, do you? So we've asked so, Mike and Carl before too. Which gen? Sta- is there a gen that stands out for you that would be? Oh, like Gen a- two, one hundred percent. Gen two okay. was. Oh, that's so I, good. I wouldn't know. I'm replaying that one right now. Actually. Oh, so oh, good. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. The remake they did yeah. uh, for like Heart Gold Soul Silver was just incredible. That I was, just find it on on 3DS and then yeah, Crystal and play it just came out. Yeah, I told you. They, about, yeah, they did oh, Crystal. That's the one they re released. Oh, yeah. I thought that was three or four or something. That's oh, Gen okay. 2. Yeah, Gen oh, 2. You should do that. Though. Yeah, you should do that because they're the best. Well, they're not going to be super that's expensive either, right? So no, it's like 10 bucks. And you know what? I find it hard that there's like, what, 800, 900 Pokemon now? Yeah. If it's just another one, 250, yeah, it's that's 250. Fine. That's manageable. I can yeah. pick up on those. Plus, I've probably seen them all in Pokemon Go anyway. So Exactly. <laughs> Even if I don't know who they are, what they do. <laughs> now, are you guys still playing Pokemon Go? Yeah, well, I mean, very casually, but yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me too. Casually. Yeah. I took a, a good break, and then uh, uh, my fiance has been playing it the entire time. Yeah. And then uh, when I think when they introduced Friends. Uh, buddies or whatever the buddy system. Yeah, that's when we. That's I when guess I, that's kind of when we re-downloaded it. Yeah, that's too. when yeah. I re-downloaded. I've never it as really well. done anything with it. Yeah, I think me and you, me and Mike, have traded like a couple. I went to. But that's it. Europe, and I got some Mister Mimes. And I, I got. Oh yeah, yeah. when I went to England this uh, past winter, I got. Yeah. I have like seven Mister Mimes in my Same. phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ready to trade people. No I gave you yeah. one, I think, Dave. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, you gave me yeah. one. Yeah, and then. I they were you, all over the Paris airport. It was like, they, it was like a joke. It was like they're everywhere as well. I was yeah. really annoyed. I'm like, I need something else. Mr. Mimes. <laughs> you went all the way to Europe just to get a Mr. Mime? Yeah. I'm sure you wouldn't there, be the first I'm, person. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> just I, to I do know, that, that would be pretty funny. I know there have hey. been people who have done that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there have been articles being like, oh, this person went around the world to complete Pokemon Go. Like, Why? Why? <laughs> but at least you got to see the world. Yeah, um, yeah. In some ways. That's not yeah. so bad. I feel like yeah. that's like. I mean, you're staring at your phone the whole time and paying data in other countries. So I don't each his own, but yeah, yeah not, I guess that's those true. regional Pokemon they show up so frequently. You're there for like a minute. You're like, well, I got my Mister Mime. I guess I'll go enjoy Paris now. <laughs> <laughs> just need a well, layover in Australia yeah. on the way to Japan, <laughs> and then a layover there on the way to yeah. Paris, and you're good. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. enough time for a layover. Yeah, <laughs> I need a, at least a six hour layover to catch just enough Pokemon yeah. at the Paris airport. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to be just long enough. <laughs> good thing about airports is they got lots of Pokestops there. Brother, you don't know me that well. I love Skyrim so much that I played it for seven years once it came out. Uh, around my, my Wait, how do you play it for seven years? So, how <laughs> does that happen? You know, and, there's and an ending to that game. There, well, well, or did you play it again? Skyrim and Oblivion, and yeah. we'll tell you this: there are like the main quest line. That yeah, you that's can what finish, I mean. Yeah. But unlike Fallout, the game doesn't stop. Well, I think Fallout, you can go back. I never finished. You, I'm you in the middle of Fallout 4 now, but I, I didn't never... go back. But like in those games, like I just didn't like when you did the main quest. I was like, oh, right. the reactor's and on, just or the reactor's off, and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, in in Skyrim, you kind of do the main quest. And again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not going to play it. I, no, I know you will. I tried twice. I didn't like it. You never know who's listening, David. They're not all like you. Well, I mean, you say that, but no. I'm just... That's true. It's just you listening. <laughs> just me. That's our audience. <laughs> For now, probably. <laughs> just check. Yeah. But um, seven years of like building different characters and and kind so of. So you played seven years in the same save file? No, or, uh, no, oh, no, okay. No. I thought that's what you meant. Over seven years, I you know and, went through it over and, and over I'm, again. And I'm kind of a bit okay. of a hoarder. Like I don't like to lose like video games or lose old. Like yeah. I still have my PlayStation One. I still have my uh, PlayStation Two. I still have yeah. my my Wii. I still have. Uh, all that, all the Game Boys, like we talked about in the first episode. Yeah. But 
seven years of like actually deleting and and revising strategies. Right. Um, you don't approach it the same way every time, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And, and and we're talking vanilla. I, I did yeah. get the DLC later on uh, for oh, yeah, Dawn Guard. There's a decent amount of it, isn't there? Yeah. Dawn Guard and Dragonborn were, you know, fantastic. Again, I'm biased because I really like the game. Yeah. Uh, but it was great to play them. Uh, in Oblivion, I had the Shivering Isles expansion and Knights of the Nine. I had those. That, like, that was for me, like, the thing. When it came to Bethesda games, uh, for especially Elder Scrolls, I was going to pay the money for yeah. the expansion. Like, they had me. They they yeah. got me as a fan. That's like uh, me right now with Spider-Man. Yeah, and and see that we were talking I about that the other day, I too. I got it all. It's, it's amazing. It's great. And, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't call it part of my childhood now because I'm in my 30s, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, if I played that when I was a kid, that would be one of the games. But, it, <laughs> but it's, it's amazing excellent. how these games follow you, right? And yeah. for me, like... Uh, I, you know, it's funny, even to this day, like, when I went back, I thought I made the perfect seven character, like, perfect characters, like, right. one-handed, two-handed, archer, you name it, but I was completely wrong, because I would go back and i go, wait, you can enchant this with potions. I was just going to say, yourself... there probably is no perfect character, right? Well, there are certain ways to maximize oh, okay. everything, to and there are legendary modes stuff. where you can go, like, to 100 on everything, or you can go, like, super high and like, you're okay. one-hit killing everything, and, like, yeah. in Oblivion... Uh, a lot of those mechanics One were even killing more. everything doesn't sound fun to me. Like, no, but, but again, remember yeah. we were talking about the last episode, like, progress. Like, that yeah. staple. Like, when you're that strong that absolutely nothing can rival you and yeah. nothing can stop you, that's a, you know... As long as that's power. later in the game, you know course, what I mean? Like, if, that, if that's how things start... Like, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that I've heard with games in general where, like, uh, oh, I love feeling so powerful. I hate the fact that you have... Like, in Destiny, that's how it works. In Destiny yeah, yeah, 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially. Um, I sort of trailed off playing that, but for the first eight to ten months, me, me and one of my friends played it all the time because I would work an evening shift and mm. he would have Fridays off, so we'd play all morning on Friday kind of thing, right? And that was sort of like our Friday morning thing. And um, it was like you start off and you have all your powers and part of the storyline in Destiny 2 at the beginning is that you get stripped of everything and then about two missions later where you're not mm. really doing much mm. in those two missions. It's more of like a way to set up the story. You get your power back. Oh, okay. And it's like, okay, so why'd they strip it in the first place? But I find it interesting that you have nothing, which is sort of what Skyrim does. You know, you kind of find your power and then you build it up and then you but you don't really you don't have a whole bunch of like powerful armor and all of a no. sudden you're just tearing through anyone in in the land and you're just owning everybody. Like I find it interesting like what what else is your incentive? Like if you were the most powerful thing ever at the beginning, what's your incentive? Well, which exactly. is what they did with God of War recently where mm. he should be the most powerful thing or one of the most powerful and that's not to you know spoil it because it's still very new it's not really what happens like he's not really like they took a human approach with him they oh, didn't, that's just they, we'll, ta we'll talk about that yeah. in another episode because yeah. I know that we want to um, yeah, that's you know a, what I mean like I, do, I don't really like the fact that in some games you're just like automatically and always the most powerful. Yeah, well, and the right? thing about Skyrim that rewards you is, again, you know, these games are 360 in a sense, right? Like there is, you, there, you can be attacked from behind. Yeah. You can, you can move anywhere. You can like, play in, in third person, right? Yeah, but yeah. the thing, and, and the thing Which about I like Skyrim better in those is games. you have to also think about vantage points. Like if you're an archer, right. are you just going to walk up to a guy and load a, an arrow and just completely like look him in the eyes? No, right. you're going to take your time. You're going to get like a, a vantage point. You're going to scope out. Snipe him out. And, 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 and <laughs> Skyrim rewards you for all that. You can just run through... Uh, you know, a mini dungeon or, you know, like raid, yeah. like a, a, a town and just go like berserk, like in these games. And, and of course, you know, like, again, there's a law and order system. So yeah, you right. Know, kind of, you're kind of wanted. It's a bit whatever. of a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're actually going to try to be very like, you know, an anarchist and try to just fight, you know, what in institution we have in Tamriel and you can, all, you know, also play your role in that. Yeah. I find myself usually. Did you always play the good guy? 
I'm usually a good guy. Uh, 1994 Super Metroid. Oh, wow. so on March 19th. So that is, I thought it was earlier than 94, but I guess you think of the f- is that on the NES? Uh, that would be SNES. Oh, SNES. Yeah. So that's just a game you can't. If there's anything you can you can say about you know the limitations on like old Nintendo systems, the music that was ominous. Yeah. Yeah. That was ominous. Yeah, and and it worked even though you couldn't do a ton with it based on the the chips and stuff that's in it, right? So. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, so it's Just uh, with the beeps and the boops. The be- beeps, boops with <laughs> the atmosphere. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about it, that's kind of a good game genre for that because, like, yeah. tech, tech sounds in a sci-fi game work. That's true. You, yeah. you definitely get away with it, obviously. Yeah, uh, and how how that sticks with so many people. Whether it's this one that was the first one you played, or whatever came out just after. Whether it's the GameCube games, or... so many fans, and it's like the character isn't Super Smash, but. Um... It's like, what do I want to say? It's like almost like a niche fandom of this game. Like, I don't think it's really bled to the mainstream. And we were talking about yeah. video game movies earlier, and Dave said a Samus uh, movie would a, be really A Metroid good. movie. A Metroid and we're movie talking about how Samus. bad video game movies are. Well, okay, you think about Samus. <laughs> like, it depends on Zero Suit versus the full-blown suit, right? I, I automatically just think of, like, this version of... I mean, I've, I've always thought of Samus fully geared up, but, you know, when they brought it into, like, Brawl... Immediately, people getting a good look at the, you know, they the need avatar. to show the actress's face. They'd probably put the zero suit on uh, at some yeah, point. At yeah, some point. maybe. Yeah, or maybe this. I, whether there's a reveal or not that it's a female, like it was in this game at the end. That it, was the cool thing about the game. That that's was how it ended. Was she took right. off the helmet and it was, oh, it's a woman. And it was a woman. Uh, yeah. I mean, at, at the time, that's massive, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but I, I mean, if you put that in in the movie, I guess it wouldn't. It can't really be the ending then. Because people would know. My only fear with, like... Well, not the average public would, but, I mean, people yeah. that have played video games as long as we have and around this time would know automatically. You wouldn't be able to pull that trick off again where you spent well, the whole movie not knowing. And no, then... I guess it would be more the trick that people just don't know who she is. Yeah. You know, you know when we talked about, like, at this point, I'm sure, <laughs> this, was, this wouldn't be weirdly time-sensitive if you started on this one, but earlier, in case you haven't, <laughs> go listen to these. We talked about Ghostbusters and stuff. We've talked about different movies and, like, bringing back certain renditions. My thing is, though, when I think about it, uh, we haven't obviously talked about, like, Jurassic Park or anything um, at this point, but one of my fears is, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, even the old one was extremely well done, and I feel like you have to have a lot of precision because we're talking aliens. We're talking yeah. some pretty intense-looking aliens that Samus would Right, be if they would against. recreate them, yeah. It would you be... don't want it to be goofy because if you lose it right there, I mean, you lost the audience. Which, again, we'll go back to what me and Mike were talking about when we were talking about Doom and Resident Evil. Like, those movies... Just it just didn't work, right? And yeah. you're right. That actually would make a huge difference. Yeah, depending on where you go with it. I, I think it was Van Helsing. You, you guys seen Van Helsing? Yeah, yeah. I remember My wife that, yeah. You know, that it's it, it. I mean, whether or not you accept it for what it is, or if you you know you, you know older classics, you know what I mean. You watch that movie, it's like, okay, it's cheesy for sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's good cheese, I think. It's good cheese, yeah. but but it's again, like a, you have to earn that kind of respect. Yeah. Where you're okay with Gouda. it. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. Maybe some brie. Okay. You know, little... Gouda, isn't Gouda kind of brie? I thought it was because it's soft. Isn't brie the? Well, we're gonna sound like goofs. well, well we're, we're video soft. game people. We're not cheese connoisseurs, so don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a connoisseur, but I like cheese. <laughs> I, I thought brie was on the melts, right? That's the. Yeah, you can melt brie. Yeah. I guess it's kind of. Gouda ask. I haven't had Gouda in a while, to be completely honest. Same. Before Same. we get but, off topic, though. But, oh, aliens no, are my I love how we got us off topic. Cheese, topic. cheese and aliens. So you like them? Yeah. You like them, like them? Yeah, but I'm sure he thinks I'm a geek. She must think I'm a total nerd. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, I'm going to let you do the introduction. We have a very special guest 
uh, for our episode this time around. Okay, um, yeah, I'm going to leave the reins to you two. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it was about time we got a woman's perspective, a female perspective on the Can't podcast. Can't disagree with that, yeah. So we've heard her mention, or you've heard us mention her before. Yeah. And the aforementioned wife power. Wife power is here. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was mentioning to Mike, because the one thing you guys never touch on when you do your orientation is books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's officially orientation. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, books. I, I wouldn't be someone to... Yeah. I, I wouldn't be in a position to do it as much, more so as I got older and stuff. So, yeah. Like, you, for me, um, video games weren't as big for me, but books were huge. Like, yeah. I was a huge Archie Comics fan, and every time I'd go to the grocery store, I'd be like, oh, Mom, there's a new Archie Comics, and, like, she would always get it for me, because for her, it was, like, educational, because it's, like... Something I enjoy, but I'm actually reading as well. And then right. I was really into the art, so I would even draw the characters in the comic books and then send it in. And, like, a couple of times my drawings would be in a comic. What? Yeah, and then I would, like, get Come it on. and they'd have, like, the fan art sections. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's my drawing. Like, yeah, I drew right. that. That's um, crazy. I didn't know that. So then, what? yeah, and then the other one we were talking about, because I brought it up, which was why I was like, the book thing was weird, is Harry Potter. Right. So it spanned, I think we Googled it, it spanned 10 years of our lives. It was from when we were 10 years old to 20 that these books came out. Yeah. So it it essentially, those books grew up with 97 me. to 2007. Yeah, those books were the almost, like when I think about back to the defining years, like 10 to 20, the most popular thing, period. Bigger than any movie, bigger than any... Oh, yeah. yeah like if it wasn't, huge. it was really close. Yeah. 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 Like, those were be. huge for me. Like, I remember every time they would come out that we, I had the book, I'd read it in, like, a couple of days. And even when I was 20 years old and I was buying it for myself at that point, like, I was pre-ordering it because I wanted to make sure I got it right when it Which came out. Which would be the, probably the last one or yeah, second last one. Yeah, it was last the one. last one. Yeah. But those books were huge for me. And I think a lot of people in the oh, 80s, yeah. 90s. I, right? I'm, so I am. Good, this is a definitely a series that I have nothing to say about because I've read the first book and seen the first movie, and that's mm. it. I know Ooh. nothing about them. And you're weird. Wow, yeah. that's, <laughs> so, that's so strange. Yeah. Just, that's, I thought everyone read those books. No, yeah. no, I, it just never uh, clicked with me. I, I'm also not like into the. I like. I, I'd rather write read like a biography. Yeah, I'm a big you know? fantasy reader. Like, I yeah. love... Now, yeah, but when you were 10, right? I know. You would think that it would... Well, I, I th- well, I mean, I think I, I didn't... Tave I definitely was reading didn't try. biographies when <laughs> yeah, he was 10 I, I years read old. The, I, <laughs> explains a lot. I read the history of World War II when I was 10 years old and then different perspectives. Of <laughs> I saw Schindler's List when I was 10 and it changed my life. It's like... It's a kids' book club, and Dave's reading like the diary of Anne Frank, and everyone's like, <laughs> "That's what you chose." Yes. The Chamber of Secrets was amazing because, like, they made us read those boring books in yeah. school. And it's yeah. like, do no, you remember? I, um, it was a huge debate whether to let kids. I don't know. It's because I went to Catholic school. Yeah. Whether to let kids read the Harry Potter books or not. I never in ran schools? into that in my school because I know a lot of a lot of people that read them, but I wouldn't be surprised if the school had that discussion. I just yeah. didn't know about it. I so. think it was, part of it really. was you could never use it as your like book study because they they yes. wanted to entice you to read books that you wouldn't choose on your own. Yeah, so they, that sounds that sounds. Right, I think yeah. that was part yeah, of it. Yeah, but it was definitely like, the schools and school board being like. Um, 
over dramatic, over paranoid, right? And being like, Maybe oh, for this the Catholic is yeah, board, this is like but... witchcraft and blah blah blah. It's like <laughs> it's like the devil's music. You know, it's like the devil's books and it's all like this kiss, stuff. but in book form. And like yeah, and like rational people were writing like letters to the editor, and like even I had some good teachers, and they would like let you read the letters. Yeah, and like the argument is like. It's good for kids to read. It helps their development. Regardless, it helps them become yeah. contributing members of society. Any book that helps the kid read, regardless of witches or whatever, they should be encouraging kids to read them in, through school. Of right? course. And, and, and they're it was not, so ridiculous. And, and again, because I haven't them. read them, they're not super easy books to read either, right? Like, they're not really simple. Well, that was what they? I was kind of telling Mike, too, that was good about them, was they got more difficult to read and darker as, as you aged. On. So the okay. books grew with you. So oh, nice. They're the like f- YA. I wouldn't say they're like overly difficult or, no, or overly but, easy. No, but like you could always... No, but the tone changed the and stuff too. The tone changed. It so, got darker for So sure. it got, as you got older, the books became a bit more mature and that is why a lot of people stayed with it where like you didn't... It didn't stick with that first book where it was a little bit more like kid-friendly. And, yeah. Um, well, it was kind of supposed to be, right? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, they got, they definitely got a lot of darker, and their relationships got more meaningful, and so that's kind of like it, you grew up with these books and yeah, with you these literally characters. Grew up with them. Yeah, yeah, so many people, and like you can even you can see now how it's like how big the movies did. They've spanned this other movie franchise. There's the Wizarding World and Universal, where yeah. they built the Hogwarts and everything. I mean, millions of people go there every year, right? Like it's such a yeah, it's such a one one person, one woman made that with her mind is like crazy. Eh? Yeah, like, yeah, that's massive. I, I mean, it's a, it's a good point because like we never brought any sort of books into the discussion, but if anything should have been brought into it, it would probably be Harry Potter, right? Yeah, we well, I mean, just really, needed really a big Harry Potter it. fan to come in. That's definitely me. Yeah, because yeah, like I did read them, but I'm not a huge fan. But right, I, I got like she's like Mina saying how it grew with her, but I was a bit different I kind of grew out of them yeah like the first two or three and then I got high school and was like oh this is kind of <laughs> stupid like I don't like this anymore and then instead I of hearing Jaws music them. in the background like like she did you were hearing video game music yeah and like, it was Ooh, probably it was like, pulling you away it's probably like other things like that <laughs> yeah for sure and so I, again I, I'm such a blank spot on these uh, do you like the movies yes yeah okay. yeah mm-hmm. I feel like for a book to movie franchise, they probably did one of the best jobs. Okay. Like I've seen I read all the Hunger Games books and I loved them. I went to go see the movies and they just they don't do it justice. Like same with that the other series Divergent. I think it Oh, yeah, I the saw Di- the first one of those. It was The books are amazing. It was, and it's, it was rough. it's sad that the movies were just the transition from book to movie was just so poor. So for me, the Harry... Obviously, you can't touch on everything, and it's never going to be the same. They can't get quite as in-depth, obviously. Yeah, yeah. and your imagination builds these characters one way, and then you see them on the screen the other way. I think that was a cool thing for me for Harry Potter, too, was the books came out well before the movies, so Mm -hmm. I had an idea of what all these characters looked like. And then when the movies came out, it didn't really skew that for me. Like my um, my imagination of what like Harry looked like was always something different. Like I never pictured oh, yeah? Daniel Radcliffe when I was reading the books. Mm, okay, so but like, it, but it, again, it didn't affect the way you enjoyed it or any of that no. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Honey, I'm home.
okay, so this is pretty early on. I don't know if Jordan, if you ever watched this at all, but April 26th and 91, Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Obviously, reruns of it. Yes. I mean, same with us, too. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure because it only ran. Uh, this show, Dinosaurs, yeah. terrified me when I was a kid. Well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Those anthropomorphic dinosaurs with the dead eyes. Like, I know they're made by Jim Henson. It's, company, a, it's, it's not man. It's not not creepy. It's not. And <laughs> it's not. There was a Halloween episode, and it was Ooh. all about like the werewolf caveman kind of thing, and you would turn into like a werewolf caveman, and it scared the crap out of me. I don't know how oh, old I, I do was. Remember that? Yeah, I had like yeah, nightmares. Yeah. It's like the only thing that gave me nightmares when I was a kid. Yeah, nineteen ninety two, ninety one. Yeah, so it, it was like it was a pretty big deal. Again, it was sort of like a family ish show, but I remember it being on. So it ran for three years. That's it. It was a crazy idea. It was a sitcom yeah. about dinosaurs. <laughs> but I guess in the early 90s, they fleshed 90s, out the whole world. And he worked know. in the whatever tree. He was a triceratops that worked in like the tree plowing company or something. Yeah, he worked. He was like a. a no, no, no. He was a, he was a T Rex. It was his boss who was the triceratops. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember oh, the triceratops. Like, yeah, just in the suit. <laughs> and he had a cigar. <laughs> just huge buff triceratops. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't his son played by. I'm gonna look it up. Was his son played by like a, a sort of child actor that was kind of popular in the '90s? I want to. I'm gonna look it up. I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, someone Maybe. was. It's gonna be one of those names. And Robbie ba- St. Clair is that who? Is that his, no, uh, I can't be it. The baby. <laughs> no, 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 that's the name of the of oh. the character because it was a St. Clair fan. <laughs> I love how <laughs> Robbie St. Clair is the name of the dinosaur. That's the <laughs> that's dinosaur's great. name, Robbie St. Clair. Yeah. It was like a. <laughs> Um, they were just called the Sinclairs. Like they yeah. were just like literally they were it was just another sitcom. Could you imagine like they pitched the sitcom? Okay, this family of the Sinclairs, um their dinosaurs. husband works for uh, like a tree cutting company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? But like they're dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean uh, we could do that. The baby oh, was and hitting the, and the, the guy dad. who played the baby was the guy who did Elmo. Oh yeah. yeah. Original Elmo. Hey, there what a pedigree go. that guy's yeah. had. I mean Henson. What a career. Yeah. Puppets, yeah. Do, like do that, you guys yeah. remember how it ended? Yes. They all died. <laughs> they all died. Spoiler age. alert. Yeah, they, they yeah. ruined the earth and brought on the ice Spoiler age. Spoiler alert, it was Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Avengers. Like, what kind of kid show ends like that? It's hilarious. <laughs> They're all freezing in the house as the ice age starting and the camera yeah. zooms away. Like, and it's just like a fade terrifying. to black. And it's like, oh, wow, yeah, they so died. So was, <laughs> did they show, I can't remember if they showed the, um, the meteor. Or, it wasn't quite that. It was like... It was not really about. It was more commentary on like pollution and destroying the yeah. environment. Right, because they work for the lumber company change. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was like something was happening. The trees were being destroyed, so they like they did some chemical that brought on some bugs. Like you know what I mean? They were like manipulating the environment, and they yeah. brought on the ice age. So that it wasn't the asteroid. It was like they brought the ice age on. Yeah. Right. And um, right. Yeah. Man, yeah. that would work now. They yeah. Need a, <laughs> they a message like that nowadays. I know. Uh, <laughs> That's what they need. I'm not gonna get into too much. The message right. didn't stick, I guess. <laughs> so this is like, you're, I mean, okay. not enough people saw it. <laughs> yeah, people saw yeah, yeah. I mean, dinosaurs. This is the, an article I just randomly find. We need the most traumatizing series finale ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. This is written in 2013, so it's just like, well, yeah. Yeah. Or the saddest sitcom finale. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember seeing it as a kid. I don't remember seeing the finales. I think my family watched this Random show. Episodes. Like <laughs> my family loved it or something. I remember watching like a, it there was a lot. Something about it, maybe because when it was on and new, it was TGIF. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess it was. I, there was something about it that I remember. I couldn't watch it without my parents. When it was, it was on. terrifying. 
maybe maybe because there was a little bit more adult stuff. And I guess sitcoms aren't meant for five year olds or yeah. seven year olds or whatever. For right? us, it would have been like, oh, like dinosaurs on screen. Right. But it's I think you're onto something. I think it was like sitcoms aren't made for little kids. But parents were like, hey, it's dinosaur costumes. Yeah. Here you go, kids. But then they realize, wait a second, they're not exactly talking about <laughs> yeah. you know. And the baby Climate is kind change. of a dick. <laughs> baby's <laughs> like, like yeah. baby's throwing stuff and like always just pissed off the dad. And it's yeah, like, I don't know. That's don't pretty typical to... for like uh, for any. Any kids show, right? It's like the baby yeah. is just. A but dick. I guess like, <laughs> yeah, the baby's just a dick. Yeah, yeah. babies are dicks. That's all we're yeah. trying to get at here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. rugrats, a bunch of assholes. Rugrats, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're always just trying to stir shit up. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, and here another one. Maggie An Esquire Simpson. article: The dinosaurs predicted our present reality. Oh See? man, there you go. Right? Oh man, that's. I mean, that's just like a dark take on on that show, and that was written in 2016. So there you go. Um, and another one is uh, in '99, early in early May, Nintendo announced that they're making Project Dolphin. Oh yeah, I remember which that. Was GameCube. GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> the rumors were like the disc was going to go in the mouth of the dolphin. You guys heard yeah. that stuff? People were saying <laughs> that's that at school. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And Nintendo was just like, well, no, not quite. It's I mean, just a cube. It's not a, it's it's not a, a mouth, but yeah. I mean, I, I mean, guess it every opens. disc slot is a mouth yeah. technically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest reporting. It's like. Project Dolphin, that means that the system is going to be shaped like a dolphin. Yeah, I wonder that what it That must be what it means. Yeah, I wonder what the... Um... Fledgling video game journalism at its finest. <laughs> yeah, just yeah like exactly, right? Baseless speculation on game, nothing. Game Pro magazine at its finest, right? Which was... Yeah. That's or it was just the I kids on the playground. Who knows? Yeah. I was like, oh, Project Dolphin. You know what that means? It must look like a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not how code names work, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and then it came out a year later. So this was the thing about um, GameCube. I don't know about you, if you guys had this too. It was like a huge decision in my life where everyone, yeah, everyone was deciding what to get. And like EB Games had these like pamphlets and it would show you like pre-order packages for the GameCube came with the system and these games. Xbox oh, came yeah. with this game and Halo. Yeah, and I remember was the, there PS2? the layouts of those. And you had to choose. And you, PS2, yeah. It's where like People showed their allegiance, you know, where yeah. you yeah. Nintendo, where you jumping ship to the new Microsoft guy. It's like, where, sticking with PlayStation. Where does your That's allegiance right. lie? I was yeah. one of the only one of my friends that went to the GameCube, and I don't regret it for a second. It's like my favorite console. Yeah, I, I went to my A lot of people didn't, though. I like, went to Xbox. GameCube does not sell did not. No, it was one even of their, close to the amount of Xbox and PS2. It's by far their worst selling system. Yeah. Or actually, I think Wii U is, but... Um, that doesn't count. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just shows you right there. But you're right, though. I mean, you go to the You go to the game store... Even if it was I was like racking Walmart my brain over that decision, man. I yeah. remember that. That's like right. And they were all 13. kind of around the same price range. So it's not like you were going to... I think the Xbox was a little bit more expensive from what I remember. Just because it was like bigger and newer or something. And then, It was definitely bigger. Well, it's definitely, <laughs> yeah, the original right? Xbox the was massive. The controller was basically the size of a GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I think GameCube had the worst uh, launch games. I think what I got was NHL Hits or something. I oh, swear. so good. Which actually is an awesome game. So good. But I don't think that would have sold most people. Most people went for yeah. like the Halo or whatever. Well, I think that's, I think Halo was big. I don't think it launched um, with like a first party Nintendo game. I'm just gonna. I didn't get one at least, up. unless Super Mario Sunshine or whatever. No, that was later. Yeah, I'm Sunshine sure. was not a launch game. Sunshine was. Yeah, I never had a GameCube, but Sunshine was like a game that I always played at a friend's house. Okay. Uh, because yeah, Sunshine was. Yeah, so game. game. Oh, Luigi's Mansion. That's that what it was. was it. It yeah. launched with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, yeah. that good game and but Super I, Monkey Ball. So, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Top I got tier. to pick and yeah. I picked hits. I remember that now. I think I picked yeah, NHL. So they I had think. that. They had a Tarzan game. One of the Madden games. Hits. Yes. That's it. Uh, Rogue Squadron, which were cool games. Oh, Those I remember s- playing it on PC. 
Well, number two, mm-hmm. I guess it was. It said, oh yeah, it says two. Okay. Yeah. So the one I, I remember playing the one on GameCube was kind of cool. Uh, Wave Race. Hits was great. Number two. No guidebook, but we just had fun messing around. You could be a thief, a warrior, or like a magician. Well, the first one was called Quest for Gor- Glory, So You Want to Be a Hero. So You Want to Be a Hero, that's what it said. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah. So You Want to Be a Hero. So what's hero. funny is that, yeah, what's funny is that it's like a, it's like a statement almost. Yeah. Because there's no question mark at the end. <laughs> so it's mocking you, basically. So, you want to be a hero. Yeah. Okay, but sorry. Just look at like a video. It's like the graphics are like insane. Heroes Quest 1. So You Want to Be a Hero. In this 3D animated adventure, you have been chosen to do battle against diabolical creatures. Heroes Quest is the first Sierra game to combine the excitement of fantasy role-playing with the intricate plot and puzzle solving of an adventure game. Complete with a classic stereo soundtrack, Heroes Quest challenges adventurers of all ages to gain the honor and skill of a true hero. I'm gonna get into another question to ask you guys too, but about, about the lineups and going into your uh, into your your um, roller coaster cues and stuff. I think because I played this very very close to when it came out, and I was only you know not even a teenager yet at this point, I had no idea because of the way it was spelt. I didn't know what a cue was, so I never used the lineup, whatever the the cue lines with the blue and and gray lineup thing. So oh. no one lined David, up for this my was rides. A, this was a mistake Dude. to say on cue management was a huge man- part. It was you had a, you had I a remember for, for the maybe not the entire time. I know for sure it was only at the beginning because eventually the way you managed the way where it went and how long it was was a big part of it. But I remember s- specifically going, oh, people specifically line up for the ride, and I never did that for like probably at least. Because, you know, David Six was that months. one guy who apparently went to amusement parks where there weren't metal bars <laughs> yes. and ropes before he got on the rides. He just Wait, walked. you guys wait in line to go? Oh, I, I just walk right on. I was going to say, David, I don't think you're supposed to climb from the back of the ride into yeah, those fast passes. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I just thought they never thought of it. I don't know what I was thinking, but it's true, though. It was such a big part of having the, the the popular ride when you first made it. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm surprised that you even, like, could uh, make successful parts. I'm sure I wasn't successful. No probably. wonder he yeah. maybe didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't get deep enough into goals. the game. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why I couldn't <laughs> yeah. get past Why am I not making any money? They don't know to go in there, Dave. That's why I couldn't get past the desert, which I think was the second one. Oh, <laughs> the desert with a big train, the yeah. crazy train one that went all... And I, that they built for you, I yeah. used to just watch that one because, I, like, you know, some people would actually delete it. There's a few YouTube videos where people are like... I would never get, delete what they yeah, made say, for you. They would say, delete that. And Make restart and like mm-hmm. level the ground out, and trust me, you'll, you'll like you'll be able to do more with the land. But I was always in awe of like how much effort the guy there put into that There was always people in line. Why are you taking it down? It's easy I think money. it was like called Crazy Miner or something. It was oh, yeah. such a yes, cool or, uh, manic miner. I something think is like what that. it was. Yeah, uh, it's such a cool and yeah. it was so inspiring. I loved going to each level and seeing what they would give you. Yes, for sure. It was a hard game to maybe we were young, but like I don't know if I'm back and played it if I actually be able to beat it, but I always found it difficult to, like, get past the third or fourth thing. Like, Sounds really like a hard. Twitch idea that we should have if we ever decide to do a little <laughs> Twitch. What we could Things do we talk about is we could, like, live all, th- stream, all like, three of us could play the first level, or 
the desert level. We could level. do it together. We could just decide, like... Do it separate and oh, see who does on. better. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, turn it into a competition. Then, then this, competition. this podcast can get quite lonely after we all hate each other, David. <laughs> uh, suck it, girl. <laughs> ha, I told you not to build that queue line. <laughs> see, it's better without... <laughs> The the one thing that I that I wanted to ask too is that I had like um you were saying that in uh in in Pokemon you sort of had um like OCD things with the way that you built the team a little bit. And oh stuff. yeah. Roller coaster tycoon was a recipe for that stuff because you could kind of do whatever you wanted. I But you always, always had your style. I always had a style of doing like a food court. Oh, it was always done in a certain way. Uh-oh. So like I didn't just go and put a burger place at the front and then go and put another oh. fry place on the other side. I had, if it was big enough, you'd have more than one, obviously. But oh, I did. David. You know. <laughs> you of course, did, are practical, yeah, I think. It's practical. You did a walkway. You had enough room for the benches because you got to sit. Enough room for the garbage cans because you got to sit. And then you, you sort of, I did like a large circle around it. And I left room for later when you unlock the fry place and you unlock the burger place. And you then the implement them all into your. And you uh, put them all in there. And if the bar- park was big enough and there's enough people, you make another one. But it was always close to the front. You know because, what? I shouldn't judge your idea yeah. because technically that could be inspiring, depending on the like on the landscape of the park. Yeah, it, it didn't work on ever on all of them, but yeah. that was what I always I always did. That there was like a food court or two, but they were never like scattered. Like you would scatter the information booths and stuff, and maybe the balloon places. Like who cares, right? Oh, the balloons were hilarious to pop. Yeah, like, and then once everyone started buying them, they were just like everywhere. Oh, yeah, the best yeah. is when you won and everyone starts cheering and they're just oh, all up they in all the clap. air. Yeah, and it's just like blue air and they're clapping for you like, thank you, thank you. Yeah, they all look at the camera screen. Yeah, they a, all look at you and they start it's like... A, it's an odd feeling. You're like, oh, wow. Like, I own you. <laughs> <laughs> you live in my world. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was my... I think that's the thing that stands out as like my, my yeah. OCD thing. Yeah. Hey, did you guys... Did you guys have... Did you yeah, like, I, I'm very curious. Uh, yeah, I'm it had a different curious. food strategy than Dave. I would spread mine out, I think. I'd ah. put them like... Really? I, okay. I think I would make the mistake. I would like put them near like the lines and people would grab the food and they'd like barf it up. You know, like if yeah. you put it near the roller coaster. Interesting. I never even thought yeah, about that. Yeah, that, was a, that did do something. You had to hire a lot of janitors. You yeah, had to like janitors. drag them over. Yeah. Well, the janitors were like the number one okay. staff. So uh, I'm glad we're getting into the staffing thing quickly because yeah. like, I, I honestly, okay. <laughs> Repairman or mechanics. I know the mechanics. Yeah, you need the mechanics yeah. and the janitor. Okay, tell me about the security guards and please tell me about the entertainment. Like the entertainers are fun. <laughs> they seriously. I don't know that they really did much. Were I they think... supposed to reassure you not to be afraid of the rides? Like I, I didn't, I did not play this game hard I, enough to understand I what everyone did. I didn't use them did. that much because I didn't know. I, I think it was like more I so. Just, I think you put enough security guards that you just get safest park. Like I think that's just the rule. As long as you have yeah. cops walking it's around like Were you getting robbed and stuff? No, no, I think, I think it's literally the benches, benches were getting broken. That's oh, what it was. Vandals. Yes. Yeah, there was vandals. And they dent the garbage bins too? Yes. I think that, yeah. Yes. So it's basically those that was vandals. Why. Yeah. So it was basically, yeah. that was just the vandals. And then what I would do is when you get to like a ride that made a lot of money, or you got to a ride that was like a standout, or one that you worked a lot on and you wanted to make sure it never broke down, the mechanic. Put him on patrol? No, you basically just, he works on like two rides and that's it. So he's constantly going oh, between the two. Him you assigned him to do yeah. those. Check. Yeah. Wow, you were way smarter than just, I was. Just so that those would constantly go because the second that something breaks down, all the people in the line get impatient. Yeah, and they leave. Man, this game sounds like so, a job. It's like you're yeah. a manager of a park. It's yeah. crazy. And it and was 1999. Lose, it was 20 years yeah. ago. You, you sit there in your, loo- in your room and if you lose and you're just like, I guess I'll try again. <laughs> you're stressing out, <laughs> drinking your coffee, smoking I, your cigarettes, oh, rolling yeah. up your collars. I guess they're not going to clap for me this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they all just kind of like look down <laughs> yeah. like, are you going to press restart or, or what? Get your money back and try this again. You think I'm going to throw this balloon in the air and clap for you? Not never this been, time. I've never been fired by a video game before, but I think yeah. I just got fired. Yeah, I sent you a little note being like, thank you for playing our game. We'd ask you to uninstall and bring it back to your local cereal shop. 
<laughs> yeah, please, please return please put this. put back in the serial <laughs> local and law laws in the metro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, or I guess at the time it would be Western Produce and Dominion. <laughs> oh, Dominion. I haven't heard that in forever. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I want to ask you guys is if you played any of the other tycoons, because I was a big hospital tycoon fan. I loved. Oh, I tried a mall tycoon. Yeah, I tried them all. I, I don't know that. Try. I think I, I think I, I tried the them all. I think I tried the hospital one, but I. Remember. Yeah, it was Sounds fun. Good. It was fun. That sounds like an app waiting. To, like I don't understand why these tycoons. I know they they are there. I uh, well, roller coaster tycoon. You can buy. It's literally the exact same version. You can play it on your phone. It's like oh. ten bucks. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it'll get oh. it from my iPad. Yeah, I think I kind of want to get it just because of that. Although I literally, I still have that disc. I feel like we talked about sweet. this before. I have Didn't that you tell really. me like it was made by one guy? Uh, initially, the f- the first roller coaster. What was his name? It was like Chris something. I just had it up. Mind. I should pull it back. He up. was he was like uh, always a uh, 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 guest Chris, in the park. Chris, Chris roller roller coaster. Oh, that's right, Chris Sawyer. Chris Sawyer. Oh, and wasn't was he cool. always a guest in the park that would come and you had to really impress that one? I, 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 oh I yeah, that happened, there was like a meta but, thing to that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he did all the roller coaster was tycoons. He the guy who would come in and like really was that him? That's smart. I think a guest would come and be named Chris. So it's roller coaster something. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He would have I that. think it was Chris S. Yeah, and it was like there was I think something. It was Chris he was S. in every single one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's, uh, like the, he's from the UK. Yeah. What was, was it? Him? Was he the first guest, the or was he the important guest? I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think he was the first. He would come later. It would be easy to find the first. Yeah. One, right? You just wait. Yeah. So the re-release, they waited all the way till 2016 to re-release it. Oh, so wow. 18 years later, and that's just called Roller Coaster Taking. And when would you guys do the whole like blowing up? Uh, Roller coasters and drowning people in pools. Only like, after I won. After I failed, like if I got really mad or and I was failing, failed. I would just burn yeah. it all down. I'd be like, okay, crash this one into this well, one. That's the thing, that's the thing about here. the failing is that you put a, like these things did not take half an hour to accomplish. Oh, yeah. Like, they took hours. Like, out your frustrations. Yeah, the but, further uh, along you went, the longer they kind of took. 1988, on July 15th, was the first Die Hard. So that's oh, that's huge for a lot of people. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, so well, July, the first Die Hard is a classic. First. It is. Yeah. I think, yeah. And if you're thinking of Die Hard, that's probably the first one you think of out of the series. Was I would it think? Nakatomi yes. or what's, what's the name of the tower again? Yeah, I can never... Is it yeah, Nakatomi? Is that what it is? Nakatomi? No, oh, I got yeah. it. I, got I, I think I, you got I it right. I may have gotten it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My just going to pretend movie. we all know what we're talking about. And Alan Rickman, of course, just one of the best. Oh, he's one of the greatest villains yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like a um, villain that is a true villain. Like there's no redeeming that guy. No. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it was my favorite movie in 1988. Uh, it's definitely on my list of most watched movies. We were talking in a previous episode yeah. about like, you know, oh, Ghostbusters yeah. is up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Back to the Future is up there. But uh, Die Hard, I watch it, you know, at least once a year around Christmas time. So. I'm pretty sure every <laughs> so it's single a Christmas time movie for you. Right. I've oh, never no. seen it on television. We're going to get into that debate. Yeah. <laughs> we can put our votes out there yeah. for that if you want. I think every single time I ever saw it on television, everybody is uh, eight feet tall and really skinny. Because like, when I, it was on TV when I was a kid all the time. Yeah. Of course, it's squished. Oh, yeah, right. on, the, on the tube TV. Every and, single time. Yeah. They never did a letterbox version of it on television. I used to see that. <laughs> yeah, it was on quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I get but it. Great I, movie. The second one's good. The third one's fine. And then they all just sort of drop. Yeah, well, they, it's a whole other, it almost a whole other genre. A lot of stuff did you know Walter yeah. Peck is in that series? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The oh, thing, yeah. Uh, the thing with Die Hard, like I think we talked about things like franchise starters. So it started its own thing, which is like uh, an action movie that takes place in one location. And there's so many movies now that's like 
Die Hard, but like in the White House. And so yeah. the oh, first one, Olympus is falling. Yeah, Olympus is falling. Yeah. Skyscraper. Yeah, skyscraper. Yeah, that's basically. Yeah. So the idea of Die Hard is like an action movie that takes place in like one location, right? So it's like this guy. It's just him against the terrorists in a skyscraper, and the second one is him in an airport, and then that's the third one, one is just like they abandoned that idea, and it's just like because it was a different script and everything, yeah. and so they got away I still from like that third one. I it's okay, like it. but they it got Sam away Jackson. from. It's different. They got away from that thing. I would have liked them to keep exploring that idea of like yeah. John McCain stuck in X location, having yeah, in to an solve. Park. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> in a music park, right? In a zoo, in a music park. Like you can, you can at, the, zoo. at the dentist's <laughs> office. In a zoo, he finds in a dentist's office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, that just ends up being the Mr. Bean episode. This <laughs> <laughs> ends up being that. <laughs> My name is Richie Cunningham, and this is my wife, Oprah. <laughs>